Hello, welcome to River Road Presbyterian Church. This podcast is an audio-only version of Pastor Ray Roberts' weekly sermon. Whether you missed worshiping with us this week, dozed off during the sermon, or are just checking us out for the first time, we welcome you to our River Road family. For those of you who may be new, we would love to have you visit with us. We have two worship services each Sunday, a 9 a.m. informal service and an 11 a.m. traditional worship service that is also live-streamed. You can find that stream, recordings of past services, and learn more about our church and the many ways for you to connect with us at rrpcusa.org. We hope to see you soon. Uh, Seeing the cotton balls and thinking about them as food put to mind an event when I was a child. My, uh, on April Fool's one day, I came down and there were scrambled eggs on my plate. And uh, I was uh, really, you know, eating my breakfast before school. And what I didn't realize is that my mother had taken uh, some cotton balls and kind of stretched them out and then scrambled the eggs with them. And uh, as you can imagine, they were impossible to cut. <laughs> it was like the whole thing came up all together and really stringy. And I've never forgotten that. Never. Um, it, 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 it was very convincing as eggs, too, I'll just tell you. Try this on your friends. Okay, uh, we're continuing our sermon series on the Lord's Prayer, and to help us think about uh, the third petition, we're going to look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Lord our God, may the words that I speak and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord our rock and redeemer. Amen. But in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I think to our ears it sounds like you're saying, pray, pray, right? It's like twice. Prayer and petition. Uh, For in our common parlance, the way we talk about prayer, prayer means asking. That's what we think of when we think of prayer. Asking. You know, can you put my name on the prayer list? I prayed for you. Uh, We have a prayer group. Let your requests be known so we can pray for you. Uh, How can we pray for you? Whenever we use the word prayer, we so often mean petition. But in, in this passage and in the New Testament, there really are several words for prayer, and I'm going to look at two of them today, and we're going to do a little word study on, uh, on these two words. The first word for prayer that I, I want, in fact, it's the, most, it's, it's the word in Greek that is most commonly translated by the word prayer is the word prosuke. <clears throat> prosuke. Pro means toward something, and uke means to make a vow. To make a vow to something. It means to dedicate oneself to God. It's the most common word for prayer in the New Testament. And as you might expect, when they translated the Bible into Latin, they used a word that also meant vow, to make a vow. is the word vovre. 
And it gave us English words. The reason I'm telling you this is it gave us some interesting English words that kind of help us understand what prosuke is really about. Vovre gave us the word to vote. It gave us the word for votive, like a votive candle. It gave us the word devotional. And prosuke, prayer as prosuke, is devotional prayer. It is prayer that leads us into deeper dedication to God. Now, the New Testament has another word for, uh, for prayer that was in our lesson. Uh, this, this DCI, it means petition, request, supplicate, to entreat, to ask. Ask. It doesn't appear as frequently as prosuke, but it's there and it's in our scripture lesson. Don't worry about a thing, but in everything by prosuke, prayer, and petition, desii, make your request known to God. Making your request known to God is an important part of prayer. And I point this out uh, to help us understand the roadmap that we're on with the Lord's Prayer. So uh, the Lord's Prayer, we said the first petition is, Hallowed be thy name in that petition. Uh, then we say, we say, your kingdom come, your will be done. These are classic prosuke types of prayer. Uh, they center us on God's glory and God's purpose and cause. They align us with God's will. Immediately after this, though, Jesus now says, invites us to ask, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. And this is desiai, uh, asking God for stuff. Now, I want you to notice a couple things about the request that Jesus calls us to make. First, notice that there's a short time horizon. Give us this day, today, our daily bread. Jesus invites us to focus on what's immediately in front of us, not what's tomorrow, not what's 10 years out, not what's possibility that's going to happen. Jesus wants us to focus in our prayer life on our needs for today. This is in keeping with other teachings of Jesus, where he says, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And the truth of the matter is, you can't add a single hour to your life by worrying. In fact, by worrying, you can take years off your life. We're always tempted, I think, to extend our time horizons and to worry over every contingency. If I live to 110, will there be bread? Well, you don't have to pray about that today. Jesus is saying, focus on today. Pray for today. Pray for today. Just as God fed the children of Israel as, with manna as he led them through the wilderness, just as God fed Elijah and the widow of Zarephath during the famine, pray for today. Jesus not only invites us to limit our time horizon, he invites us, I think, to limit our appetite. To limit our appetite. I'm showing my age, I think, but there's a song about an unlimited appetite in prayer. Janice Joplin. Anybody know the song I'm thinking of? 
Uh, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all got Porsches. I must make amends. You know the song. And when all your friends have Porsches, you know, uh, you think you need one too. But Jesus says to pray today for your daily bread. Pray today for your daily bread because you need bread. You need the staff of life. And God wants you to live and to flourish. And God wants you to ask for bread. Not because God's going to be so surprised to hear that you need bread. But because by praying for bread, you'll learn what you need. As I said, this, this petition sort of seems to limit our appetite, doesn't it? Until I think about the fact that Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And that what we really need is not all that stuff. What we really need is something bigger. What we really need is God. That's what we really need. And so, although it looks like it's limiting at first, it's actually an expansive, expand what you want. Because what you really need to get through each day is to know that you're walking with God. Jesus not only invites us to expand our appetite, but also to expand the circle of our concern. Give us this day our daily bread. Our daily bread. Not just my daily bread. Our daily bread. Praying for our daily bread is the natural extension of a life that's centered on God when we pray, hallowed be thy name. It's, it's a part of, of what it means to invite God's kingdom to come and God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, which means, of course, in, in my life and in, in other people's lives. And so we, we know that God cares for all people. God, whose kingdom rules over all creation, cares for everyone, not just me and my family and not just Presbyterians and Christians and not just Virginians, though it is a particularly beautiful state, but all Americans and all people and not just people who look like me and think like me. And there, There's an expansion of our concern that goes on when we, when we pray for our daily bread. And we begin to focus our attention on the others you're in that word our. Yes, you are in our as well, right? I mean, you can pray for our, your own needs as well. That, that, I've had some people who think that's not spiritual to pray for my own needs. I'm going to pray for others, uh, but I won't pray for myself. I've had people tell me that. It doesn't feel right. Well, the, you have to throw out half the psalms uh, if, if you do that. The psalm that we use for the introduction is a, like a lot of psalms. is like, God, remember me. Answer me. It's putting forth personal petitions. And, of course, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane asked, if it be your will, let this cup be removed from me. But don't get stuck on the me. Also remember that you are part of our. And as we pray this prayer, it changes our focus and it therefore changes our lives. Asking God to make God's name 
holy, centers us on the greatness and majesty of God. Inviting God's kingdom to come and will to be done is a prayer of allegiance, as we said last week. Allegiance to God's purpose. Praying, give us this day our daily bread, shapes a way of life. It expands the circle of concern. St. Augustine once described sin, he said it's an incurvatus in se. Incurvatus in se. It's Latin. Incurvatus in se. It'll be on the test. You've got to remember this. Incurvatus in se. Can we all say it together? Incurvatus in se. And what he taught is that what sin does is it curves us in on ourselves. That's what it means. It means to be curved in on yourself or upon your family or upon your group and not think about the other people that are outside of the group, the people of the other tribe, or to think about other creatures even. Incurvatus in se. That is the very, what happens with sin, he said, is that there's this incredible shrinking of the soul. As you become smaller and smaller, but that grace comes to us and there is expansion as we see the glory of God and creation and redemption as revealed in Jesus Christ. And suddenly we begin to share God's concern for all. And this prayer, give us this day our daily bread. It's a spiritual exercise that has the possibility to expand your soul, to help you to reach out and think about others, to imagine what life is like for them. What do they need? Who are the people that you never think about? You know, Jesus said God's eye is on the sparrow. Well, God's eye is also on the sparrow of people who are unimportant and that never cross our mind, that we think are powerless and can't do anything for us, not useful. God's eye is on them too. Give us this day our daily bread. If we pray this prayer, not only will God answer it, but it will change us. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord our God, expand the circle of our concern. As we pray for our own needs, which we're so vividly aware of, help us to be mindful of the needs of others particularly of those, those that you care about and who you think about. For we ask all of this in the strong name of your Son, Jesus. Amen.